That Sober Guy podcast contains adult content, merciless truth, and emotional nudity. Listener discretion is advised. Broadcasting from the west coast of the Golden State, the nation's most straightforward recovery talk show, That Sober Guy podcast, helping to keep your brain sharp and your blood clean. And now, Shane Raymer. Yo, yo, what's happening? Thank you for tuning in today to another episode of That Sober Guy Podcast. Tara Magowski is going to be joining the show today. Tara is a certified holistic health counselor, wellness expert, motivational speaker, author, mental health activist. She's also the founder of Divine Lifestyles. She has a podcast, Divine Lifestyles, where she talks about healthy lifestyles and uh, creating uh, positive and conscious content uh, within yourself, how to transform yourself into um, into the person that you'd like to be. Uh, she works to inspire people. She's really, really got some great insight on health, on eating habits, uh, dieting, just being well-rounded spiritually, physically, and emotionally. Through her work, Tara leads others through happier, healthier, purpose-driven lives. Now, Tara also comes from a family of alcoholics and addicts. Her father was an addict uh, and her mother actually passed away of a drug overdose. So she talks a little bit about that as well. First, a word from our sponsor. Sober Nation is the largest online recovery community and treatment resource center. They provide treatment resources to those struggling with addiction as well as to family members who were caught in the crossfire. On top of that, Sober Nation is a huge community of good people who share their experience with each other. They have informative content, recovery and addiction news, as well as an entire clothing line which helps expand the culture of recovery. They can be found at www.sobernation.com. Once again, that's sobernation.com. Check it out. We're going to get to Tara's interview in just a few moments. First, I want to get to some emails that you guys wrote in. This first one comes from Jess S., says, thanks, Shane, for the great podcast. I just wanted to share my word for the year to get some accountability. Uh, if you go back to episode 71, um, you can you can hear on there the content of it was picking a word for this upcoming new year. What's your word going to be? For example, my word is presence. And that's because I have a problem and an issue sometimes with staying present in the moment. My, my mind t- tends to wander and, and get off track. Uh, so what's your word? Um, Jess's word is going to be love. It says, I get off track often and get caught up in fear, anxiety, and judgment. And I believe the underlying issue is fear. The opposite of fear is the powerful force of love. So Jess, that's awesome. I think that's a great word. And thanks for sharing it with us. The next one comes from, who's this one coming from here? This comes from Maureen. Maureen says, I love your podcast. My word is hope. I listened yesterday, but was too shy to jump into the meeting and uh, I love what you, Omar, and Paul do. I consider you all in my network. Uh, so hope, that's a great word. Uh, also, too, she says in here she celebrates. This was written before this. I celebrate one year tomorrow. Um, so congratulations, Maureen, on a year of sobriety, being clean and sober. That's so awesome. And, um, you know, you deserve it. Be proud. Stand tall and let everybody know that's what we're doing here for you, too. So I uh, hope you had a great one-year birthday and uh, keep it up. Keep it up for sure. Um, This next one comes from Karen. Karen says, uh, I gave your podcast a five-star rating and review on iTunes. 
Let's see. I was wondering if you could send me some stickers or two. I'd love to have one on my car and my VW bus. That's sick. The VW bus. My homie Scotty has an old school VW bus and uh, it's pretty legit. Him and his wife, Mel, they go do some camping in it. They travel around and stuff. And uh, I don't know why I'm talking about that. It just popped in my head when I see uh, Karen here wants to put a That Sober Guy sticker on the VW bus. What I'd like you to do, actually, and Karen, I sent those stickers off to you, by the way. So they should be there any day. Stick those somewhere, wherever, you, wherever you're going to do it on the bus, the VW bus, or wherever you're going to put them. And then uh, take a picture of them and send them to me. I'll post it on the Facebook page. And that goes for the rest of you out there listening, too. If, um, if you leave a rating on iTunes, all you got to do is take a quick screenshot of it and send it to me at sobriety at that sober along with your address or PO box. And I'll send you a couple stickers. You can stick them up anywhere, anywhere you want and, uh, take a picture of those and send them back to me. I'll post them on the page. So Karen, thank you. Those stickers should be in the mail anytime. And, uh, we got one more here. This one comes from Lynn. It says, in my recovery, I can't get to meetings every day because my work schedule is constantly different and I'm working to finally finish my master's degree. Uh, I heard about you on the Share podcast from O's podcast and I've reached out to discover all these different avenues available to put a person on the right track to recovery. You've all led me to other podcasts, blogs, and basically life support systems to keep me in touch with my desire to stay sober. I'm so grateful for finding these resources. I went through an outpatient rehab program that that I ended up in because I was too drunk to go to work one day. I had to call in sick in quotations. And uh, then I immediately called my mom. She dropped everything and was at my house in three hours, bringing me to detox. Also, Lynn made a, made a donation to the show. And uh, I just want to say thank you for that. At the end here, she says, thanks to you. Uh, thank you for your show. And I do expect to see some stickers in the mail. Absolutely, Lynn. But you got to send me your, your address or PO box. And I will definitely send those out to you. Um, so thank you again for your donation. Also, once again, thanks to Bill, thanks to Cormick and, um, and, uh, thanks to Tim as well for the donations to the show. We're trying to, we're trying to raise this up so we can, uh, upgrade the any meeting platform for the meetings on Sundays that costs a couple hundred bucks. And I wanted to, I wanted to say too, it's not that I can't drop the couple hundred bucks on it. I almost did actually, before I started this little campaign. And then I thought to myself, wait a minute. This isn't my meeting platform. This isn't just me. Yeah, I host it and I kind of conduct it and I put it together, but it's our it's ours. It's all of ours. And so I thought it'd be cool if we all chipped in a little bit and kind of made it our own. I want all of you to feel like it's, you know, partly yours too because it is. It's all of ours as a group. That sober guy meetings is going to is going to start to grow and it's going to start branching out and we really want to let more people know about it. And uh so if you guys want to donate if you can cool if not I don't even care. I understand funds are tight for everybody. So it's not a big deal. Even if you want to donate a buck, that's legit too. I don't care how much it is. Uh, It's just the thought of trying to be involved and get in on this all together and come together as as a group. And so speaking of that, that sober guy meeting Sunday mornings, 8 a.m. Pacific time, you go to that sober guy.com, click on the live meetings tab. And, um, you can register for free right there and you can join in and there's more information on there. Uh, if you need any more, uh, I want to go over one more thing here. And I got a couple of the words from our network of podcast associates and friends. So let's go over those and a couple of listeners as well. So the first one, I want to give a special shout out to my mother. Her word is communication. 
And uh, I think that's a great one for her. And for many of us, we're all, we're all learning to communicate. We're all trying to understand each other. And so communication is key in that. So Darcy, mom, much love. Communication is a great one for the new year. This next one comes from the Jess and the Jess's word is speak, speak. So she wants to speak up. She wants to speak out more about, about what she believes in, about her faith, basically just speak in her mind. So great one, Jess. Thank you for sharing that. Um, next Omar from the share podcast. I talked to Omar. He gave me his word. His word is mindful and, uh, just basically thinking it through mindful is a a very well-rounded word. So Omar, thanks for sharing that. I think that's a good one. Paul from the recovery elevator. His word for the new year is transparent. And basically what Paul told me is everything is much clearer without the booze. And so he wants to make everything this year transparent for himself. Uh, and then we have Tim. Tim from Sober Nation. Thanks, Tim, for uh, for dropping a word to us here. And Tim's word is focus. But he also said he's been doing the affirmation for a couple of weeks now, and it's really been helping. So I would encourage all of you, pick a word for the new year. Post it up by your bed. I don't want to beat a dead horse. We went over this in the last episode, um, you know, but it's not it's not too late. Uh, I don't think six months in is too late. You know, if you, if you're hearing this six months into the, into the year and, um, you want to pick a, and you want to pick a word and continue it for the rest of the year, do it. You know, it doesn't, it, it doesn't have to be any great thing. Just pick that word. That's, that really stands out to you that you want to work on for the year and post it up next to your bed in your bathroom, on your mirror, or wherever you're going to see it on a daily basis to remind you that's what's, that's, you know, really what's going to help. So we got Tara Magowski coming up right now. So without further ado, she's a really cool woman, Tara Magowski. All right, today we're talking with Tara Magowski. Tara is a certified holistic health counselor, wellness expert, motivational speaker, author, mental health activist, and founder of Divine Lifestyles. Uh, Tara, welcome to the show today. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for taking a a few minutes to talk with us today. Uh, So how's life treating you these days, Tara? Life is good. Life is good. It's New York. I'm in New York right now. Sun's coming out. It's all good. Also, something maybe we'll talk about a little later in the show. I hear you have a book coming out in uh, 2016. Uh, You want to talk about that a little bit? Yeah. So I started a a bit of a memoir and I'm hoping it's going to be out next year. Um, I'm on chapter two. (laughs) I... um, I had started going around and speaking a bit more on a platform and the signature talk that I was doing is let your mess be your message, which is based on my story. And, um, I thought this would be a really cool book or memoir. So I just started writing it and, um, it's just going to share my story and my journey through my transformational healing, um, and some tips and tricks. It's just a, basically a little guide to help people who are moving through um, some struggles in their life. So it's a self-help book. Interesting, interesting. I can only imagine to the, I mean, I've never written a book myself, but the amount of time and, um, and hours that it takes to put into doing something like that is probably um, probably pretty, pretty tough to, to get all that out. Yeah, you know, it's it's definitely a process, which is why I, I'm shooting for next year. But if it for some reason is not done, then I'm okay with that as well because it's a real expression of of you know your your innermost being. So um, it's just gotta it's gotta come when it's ready because it it sure does take a lot of time, a lot of reflection. You've got to um, you've got to really be in a very calm space to write. <laughs> 
to flow, you know? Got it. Got it. Yeah. No, no, I, I know, I know totally how that is too. Like, uh, being a musician, you can't just sit and just write a song. Like you got to feel it. So when I'm feeling stuff, I can, I can put it down and it just comes naturally when I'm trying to force it is when the stuff just, it doesn't work. Exactly. It's the same way. So you're also an actress. Um, one of the things I wanted to kind of get your opinion on your perspective, can you give us kind of a behind the scenes look at, at what, uh, what show business, what Hollywood, what New York, what it really looks like from the inside and, and kind of talk to us about, I mean, I know you're still involved in it. Um, but what, what kind of ultimately led to you kind of taking a step back from it, um, a few years back? Yeah, well, I had, um, I had many years in the industry. I started out actually in the industry, um, producing and first in production and then moving into producing about 14 years ago. So, um, I really love entertainment. So I will just preface it with that. I absolutely love entertainment and media and creating shows. And I worked for the networks for um, ABC and CBS for many years. And then I decided to go in front of the camera and I absolutely loved it. And I had some great, um, a, a great run in it and I'm continuing to still pursue it. But I would say I had about seven years of, um, success as an actress in New York and with commercials and films and um, theater. And it was right around the, right before my mother passed away when I was at the height of my career and things were really moving. I had three movies in theaters um, and I was moving to LA and I thought that I had made it big time. Um, But there was definitely well, let me preface by saying the last movie that I was in was very difficult for me because I was being exploited a bit as an actress. Um, I was asked to sign onto this film and it was a pretty decent production. And um, I kind of got suckered into a sex scene that wasn't written in the script. So it was one of these situations where it was a pretty large crew and, you know, can't really get too many answers and this is what we're going to shoot today. And well, this isn't actually at all in the script. Well, we're just going to free flow. Well, what do you mean? We're going to free flow. This is like, what do you mean? Like I I get, I'm all for improv, but like, you know, what's the storyboard? (laughs) Like what's happening? And um, so that was the last film that I did. And when I got onto set, they were just kind of like, Hey, you know, we're just going to kind of see. And I was like, okay, well, if it is, you know, a nude or sexual in a sexual context, I'm not comfortable with that. So, um, it, it just, it was a situation. They started rolling the cameras and the other actor was being a little bit inappropriate. And I was like, listen, this is, I, I basically cut, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I basically cut it. I became the director and I had to walk <laughs> off set Um, And I tell this story only because I think it's important as an actress, you really need to stand up for yourself. It was mostly a male crew. Mm. I even had sound uh, people and grips in there. And I was like, listen, first of all, if you were doing a, um, if you're doing a sex scene, you need to have a closed set. Um, That's number one. And number two, if it's not written in the script and people are trying to pressure you into doing something as a young actress, you really need to stand up for yourself. And I did. And I walked off set and I closed down production for two days. And um, I had all the unions involved. And I'm very glad that I did because 
years later, I found out that one of the main producers was just a con artist and he'd been doing this type of thing. So I only share this story because it's important to kind of realize what people's motives are and also just be really clear what your boundaries are as a woman. So after that, um, my mother passed away about three months later. So after my mother passed away from a combination of pharmaceutical pills and my last experience with my, you know, Hollywood film, I was really not in a good place. Um, I had a bad taste in my mouth from the industry and I also was um, very depressed. So that's when I decided to take a step back from the entertainment industry and um, I decided to really, you know, just focus on my health, which is what brought me into creating my business, Divine Lifestyles. Yeah, that's that's interesting, Tara. I And when you're telling that story, I can't help but think about the girls out there um, or the women who, 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 you know, maybe felt that same feeling that you felt in your gut, that you knew that this wasn't right, but you just you know, and, and you stood up and you, and you, you put down, you know, you, you put it down. Basically you said, no, I'm not going to do this. And you closed it down for a couple of days. Right. How about yeah, all, the, yeah. all the women out there that, that feel that, but they just don't have that in them because, um, you know, there could be a number of reasons why it's kind of irrelevant, but I guess my point to this is, is how many girls are getting exploited, getting taken advantage of out there in situations like this. And it really, it just breaks my heart. I mean, I, I, it's, I think it's worse when you have kids too. Like I have a daughter. And so I think about like my daughter or something, you know, and it's just like, it's so, so sad. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we need to be able to stand up for ourselves. And I know a lot of people in the industry have these like really unhealthy industry ideals that like, okay, you know, you've heard about the casting couches. Mm -hmm. If I do this, I'm going to get this. Or if I kiss this person's butt, I'm going to get another role in a movie. Well, let me tell you something that's not true. You know, there's plenty of times that you can't compromise your values to get ahead in the industry because it'll all come back to you in the end, you know? Yeah. So, um, I just think that's important to really just remain very clear with your boundaries and your, and your values. What, one of the other things this too, industry, oh, go ahead. this industry will try and sway you. Sorry to cut you off. No, no, that's okay. I just, um, I, I just wanted to add to that too, because I think it's important. We kind of, we point out both sides and I think this is kind of what you were alluding to in the beginning is um you know you still are involved in in um in show business and a little bit of acting and I'm not sure exactly how far that line goes today. Um I know you're pretty busy with Divine Lifestyles, but at the same time I'm sure you've met a lot of good people in the business as well and and, oh, you've, yeah. and you've created some great friendships and some good relationships on a business standpoint probably as well as personal. So I always think it's important to to point that out too. I, I think we can kind of paint a picture, you know, however we'd like. Uh, I'm just trying to kind of trying to to play the devil's advocate, I guess. And I want, I, yeah. I just want women out there to see, um, you know, and this hits home to me because I know, I know a, a couple of people close to me, one in particular who thinks that like this magic, like fairy is going to come down and like sprinkle dust on her. And she's going to magically like be this Hollywood star. And um, there's nothing wrong with dreams. You know, I'm, I'm a, I'm a big believer in that myself. Obviously we got a dream. That's what keeps us going. But uh, number one, it takes a lot of work to get there and you got to be willing to sacrifice and put that work in. 
Um, and number two, you, like like you're saying, you got to be careful to not get taken advantage of, to not um, put yourself in situations that uh, that might that might jeopardize your um, you know yourself. Yeah, and thank you for bringing that up because I hope I wasn't sounding like a like a Debbie Downer. No, not um, at all, not at all. In in I had an amazing. Um, community, and I still do have an amazing acting community in New York that are just full of these vivacious, dynamic, creative people that just make me think outside of the box and blow my mind. And when you get that type of energy, as you know, as a musician, when you get in that flow with creative people, it's such a beautiful experience and expression. It is. You know, you're really illuminating the human spirit. And that is such a gift. And that is why I still do it now, because I still feel that there's a piece of me that wants to express myself in that way. And there was tons of amazing people that I met along the way and how I even broke into the industry and the luck and the kindness of people that um, gave me a shot, you know. So thank you for bringing that up. Well, yeah, uh, you just said something too the gift, right? We're given this gift of... um you know, maybe it's public speaking, maybe it's creative, maybe it's an artist, whether it's music or acting or whatever. Right. And I'm kind of figuring out these days that when I'm able to give my gift, um, you know, of music or speaking to people or helping people, it's something number one that I'm passionate about. Uh, but number two, when I'm able to do it for the right motivations instead of the wrong ones, like before when I was drinking and using drugs, everything I was doing was for the, it, it, the motive was wrong. And so when I'm able to kind of stay conscious of that and, and stay, um, on that path, what what is truly important is that I'm helping people and I'm 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 giving back. I'm using this gift that God gave me to um, to really accelerate and do it for for other reasons other than selfish reasons. Does that make sense? Yeah, that's very interesting that you brought that up. And I want to say something to the point that you made before that you have a friend who thinks that there's just going to be fairy dust sprinkled mm-hmm. and they're going to be famous. You know, it's interesting. Before my mother had passed away, I probably was acting from the wrong motives. And my motive was that I really, well, I always wanted to create a platform. Yeah. Yeah. I wanted a platform. That was the goal was I wanted a platform to touch more people, but I definitely did want to be a Hollywood starlet. I mean, who really doesn't, right? Yeah. My five-year-old does right now. (laughs) Yeah. And I wanted that as well, but I think that my motives for doing it were very Mm self-centered. Whereas now when I look at um, working as an actress, it's really about giving, sharing that gift and also collaborating with other amazing artists to bring something to life. So it's more about how can I collaborate with this person and bring this project to life rather than, oh, it's all about me or I want to be at the center of attention. Like that was something that I was, you know, that was in my (laughs) twenties. Yeah. Yeah. And and we all grow out of that and we all realize that there's a lot more to life and, you know, using my, my own depression and my own struggle with, um, you know, not, not eating and, and under eating and not treating myself well and losing my mother and losing my father to drugs. I, I realized that there's just a lot more that I have to offer in the world than just, just acting. Yeah, that's just yeah. one piece of the pie. Yeah. Um, that's just another way that I can express. And hopefully it's another way that I can build a platform to reach more people. Yeah. And so really just becoming more conscious and making that shift internally in my mindset. Um, 
it's just been a really beautiful transformation for me to see that now. So I still act because I feel that there's more that I have to give. So we, we both have parents who are alcoholics, who are addicts, um, mm-hmm. you know, and, and it's, it can be tough to deal with sometimes. I mean, I still, I still struggle with it till this day after all of the therapy and training and, um, just all the different kinds of, of, of tools, I guess, that I've learned over the years. And I'm definitely a hell of a lot further than I was, uh, you know, just two years ago. Um, how do you cope with some of these circumstances, um, in a healthy manner? Versus like you talked to before about, you know, issues with eating. That's probably one of the, an, an example of one of the unhealthy manners that maybe you dealt with this. What are the things that you do today to kind um, of, uh, to kind of um, combat this? Yeah. Um, well, I mean, as I'll just preface this with saying that it's always a journey um, and it's a continual learning process. One thing that I had to do was I had to take charge of my health because my physical health, I was, manifesting my emotional health physically. And I really needed to take charge of what was going on. I was very underweight. I was very like malnutrition, you can say, and I really didn't feel worthy of nourishment um, about seven years ago. So I needed to learn how to cope with that. And, and I went back to school and I learned how to heal my body with whole foods, how I really understood how the connection between your spirit, mind, and body. And I really was able to see that food was a big key for me because the moment that I choose to eat unhealthy food, it starts a negative thought pattern and Mm. that leads to depression. Mm. And I've also been, uh, I was a dancer most of my life and I really am into fitness. And if I don't eat well, I'm not able to have the energy to do any sort of exercise or physical activity. And that also is very important to me to keep my serotonin levels up um, and to get the cortisol and the great hormones moving through my body. So exercise is, is key. Eating well is key. I would say first thing is eating because if I don't have my smoothie or something healthy in the morning to start my engine, I don't have the energy to then work out. Um, and also prayer and meditation are huge for me. It's something that I do every day. I think it's really important to kind of tap back in to what I'm here for, why I'm here, and just become still and present with that because we can get very stressed out and we can lose sight on on things fairly easily. And um, it just helps to reground me. So I would say those are those are the the habits that I've created now. Prayer, meditation, eating well, and working out, um, and communicating really truthfully and honestly. Those are my tips of how I've been able to transform. A couple months ago, I I really came out to my family and said, you know what, I'm really going to start telling everyone the complete truth. Mm -hmm. And I don't know how well this is going to go. And I can no longer not share my complete truth because it's debilitating me. And we're not talking about the big elephant in the room. We're not talking about dad's issues. We're not talking about the fact that we don't know if he's alive or dead. We're not talking about things that I need to talk about because I cannot sweep them under the rug any longer. And um, that's been really healthy to just share. You know, that's why I started my podcast as well. Because I really feel that it's important to create sacred spaces to have some unapologetic truth telling and just say it like it is, as awful as it sounds. Um, sometimes 
that's what I need to do. And maybe that's the actor in me. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Probably. But uh, I need to talk about things. I need to have open lines of communication. Otherwise, um, it starts to really manifest subconsciously for me. And then it, it just kind of becomes a snowball. And then it ends up really being debilitating to my health. So I hope that answered your question. No, to- totally. I mean, you bring <laughs> up so many good points. I'm trying to, I'm trying to backtrack it uh, and, and kind of put them in, in order here. The first one that stands out to me was the fact you said um, about the eating habits and how when I eat bad, um, that, that tends to lead to a bad thought pattern. And I think that's so huge. And, and, and I can relate to that too, because it'll mess me up. Like, uh, going to the gym, for instance, like I'll hit it hard, you know, four days a week for weeks and weeks and weeks. And then if I get off just a little bit, and that's why I'm, I'm always so very cautious with my alcoholism as well, because I know one, one bad day, um, can really ruin everything. So it's important to, to really stay on point. And at the same time, you know, we're, we're realizing that it's, it's progress. It's not perfection, right? So we don't beat ourselves up over the fact that, um, okay, I had a bad day today. Um, you know, let's continue down that road. And, and then it just snowballs and it gets worse and worse, right? The, the other thing too, the meditation and um, the prayer, uh, I know that that's been huge for me. I know, I know a lot of people out there, some, sometimes when people think meditation, I know the first thing I think of is like, you know, some guy with a beard, like sitting Indian style and like humming or something. Right. It's just, if you're not, if you're not (laughs) used to that, it, um, you know, it can be a little foreign, I guess, but if you can actually sit there and do it, it's so relieving because our brains are just, they're bombarded with, you know, media and work and, um, all kinds of things going on. So we, I mean, they should have had a damn class on this in high school, right? A communication where we actually sit there and kind of dive into your heart and, and figure out how to communicate with each other. And, um, and really be honest about things. That was another thing you brought up, the honesty thing. Like, how do we know who the hell we are if we're not honest with ourselves first, right? A lot of good points. You can find more about those points too at Divine Lifestyles, um, or actually it's Tara uh, Magowski, uh, dot com, right? Yeah, they both. Um, you can do DivineLifestyles.com or TaraMagowski.com. Um, they both go to the same site. So And the podcast um, you said as well, right? Yeah, so my podcast is on uh, iTunes at Divine Lifestyles with Tara Magalski, and it's a podcast really dedicated to sharing powerful stories. I love to highlight the quiet change makers in the world who are doing great things and have awesome stories of personal, you know, transformation and going from struggles to triumphs. And I really want to create a space where people can just talk and share and. I mean, the people I get to interview, it's so cool. It's so inspiring. And I just I'm, I just feel really, really grateful. Yeah, I actually, it's funny, uh, you just brought that up. You just made me remember something too. Actually, uh, I listened to a while, this was a few months ago, uh, before you and I had ever even had uh, any contact, was Frank Ferrante. I, 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 I oh, saw him yeah. on your show and he just, he contacted, I don't know, I think I... I think maybe I sent him an email. The guy is hilarious because I send him an email, right? And then all of a sudden, like, I think it was the next day, I get this call from this uh, 310 Los Angeles area code number. I'm like, who the hell is this, right? And he's like, hey, what's up? This is Frank. I'm like, Frank? He's like, yeah, Frank Ferrante. I'm like, oh, I just emailed you yesterday, right? He's hilarious. But his story, yeah, his story was crazy, man. Super crazy. He's a really amazing human being. Yeah. I met him in LA at Marianne Williamson's um, 
Monday Night Talk. Uh-huh. And I just fell in love with him. And I watched his movies. I read his book. And I said, I just love you. You're awesome. And um, he's just so cool. Yeah. Yeah. No, definitely. That was a good interview. And it, it, it really kind of laid out his life and some of the, the struggles that he's had with, um, with you know, with addiction and alcoholism. Um, so definitely yeah. check that out uh, if if you're out there listening. And um, I don't know what episode it is offhand, but I'm sure it's on the uh, website and the podcast. Yeah, uh, yeah. Countries. You can just go right to the podcast. I think it was like episode four. I'm not sure. Okay. Um, but yeah, it's called Hungry for Change with Frank Ferrante. So you can just Google that and, and you'll it. find it. So the the last question I have for you, Tara, uh, on a lighter note, um, some I, I feel like sometimes all of us, we just need to lighten up a little bit, right? We need to stay conscious of the fact that, um, you know, my buddy Seth tells me, he goes, hey, he goes, is it really that, really that serious, man? Just take a step back. Just look at it for a second. Is it really that serious? And I know sometimes for me, taking things too seriously can be my own worst enemy. Um, so what makes you laugh, Tara? What are some of the things that are just fun, just lighten up and um, just to end on a positive note today? Oh, my favorite thing, the thing that makes my like soul and spirit sing is dancing. And what makes me laugh is when I can see someone dancing and they not care what they look like <laughs> and they just dance like no one's watching and they're just so silly and into it. That's probably my most favorite thing on earth. <laughs> so yeah, I, I, I think all you got to do is just go to a wedding then and, and you can see plenty of that. Cause I've seen some, uh, some pretty gnarly dancing at some weddings and it is, it's great. Yeah. Just let loose. I love it. And I, I literally go to dance class every week just so I could, I, I so funny. My <laughs> Facebook status yesterday was, so it's a Sunday and I'm just chilling at my house. I have the candles on Sunday night and I put on my music and I'm just doing some emails and I'm like, I love Justin Bieber's new album. <laughs> I'm like, I just said that out loud. I really think his new beats are so dope. Like I can jam to this. <laughs> So I created, like, I have, you know, high ceilings in my apartment. So I just put up, like, some mirrors and created a little mini dance studio and proceeded to have a dance party by myself. That's so awesome. That's so, yeah, that's great. <laughs> Probably fun. That's what makes me happy. Um, It's funny. I just thought of this. You live in New York, right? So it's probably loud and busy all the time. You, yeah. I, yeah. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. What movie? I was just watching a movie and, uh, oh, it was, uh, it was, uh, What's that movie? Evil in the Garden of Good and Evil, something like that. I, I just totally slaughtered the name. But anyways, you go to like Georgia, right? Savannah, <laughs> Savannah, Georgia, and it's all quiet. It's this little homely town. And he gets in bed that night, and he pulls out this tape recorder. Uh, it's John Cusack, I think, and he puts the tape recorder on the um, on on his dresser. He flips the lights, and then he hits play, and he recorded because he's from New York. He recorded the the New York City sounds, right? So it's horns honking and sirens and all <laughs> stuff, right? And I'm like, yeah, you, you probably get used to that after a while. It's probably hard to sleep where it's just completely quiet. <laughs> you know, it's interesting. No, I, I hear you, but I I live on the Upper West Side. It's very quiet. Nice. Thank goodness, because when you go out, I had to move from downtown because it was too loud. Uh -huh. And I lived there for like 10 years in my 20s and I was fine with it. And then as you get older, you're like, oh my goodness, I can't, you just can't take that energy. It's like so intense. So I had to move up by the, by Central Park, which is so great. And it's super quiet up here all families. It's nice, nice. Nice. Yeah, that is nice. You get a little bit of both, you know, yeah. you go out and it's kind of crazy. Then you can go home and shut your door. 
Well, Tara, um, thanks for joining us today. Uh, folks, you can go to divinelifestyles.com or terramagowski.com. Check out the podcast on iTunes. Uh, check out Tara on her Facebook page. Tara, thanks so much for joining us today. Thank you so much. And I also have a YouTube channel. So check that out as well because all my podcasts are on there because I do videos as well. Tara, thanks so much. This has been another episode of That Sober Guy Podcast. For more information, visit www.thatsoberguy.com. Contact Shane at sobriety at thatsoberguy.com. And leave us a five-star rating on iTunes. Peace, love, respect. Keep your blood clean.